Hey y'all, today we are talking about that never ending to-do list. I know that you've got one, right? And whether you have a list or you just have a million ideas floating around in your mind about what needs to be done, you need to listen to this episode because we are going to get you caught up. Today we are talking about how you are going to get caught up and stay caught up with your to-do list with these three easy steps. So grab a pen and paper, listen up, and let's get caught up. Hey mama, welcome to the Nourished Mom Podcast, where you're going to learn how to find balance between homeschooling, housework, and all the other things. God is calling your family to a life of peace and goodness, even on those days when you're trying to remember why you chose to homeschool, you just want a minute to yourself, and you're overwhelmed with a million things to do. If you're ready for simple routines, time management strategies, and biblical mindsets to transform your days from on balance to intentional, then you are in the right place. So set those kiddos up with some Legos, some independent work, or whatever is gonna keep them engaged for the next 15 minutes while we dig into today's show. Welcome back to the show. This is the Nourished Mom Podcast, and I am your host, Brandi Coffin, and today we are talking about your to-do list. And I wonder, how many of you feel like you're, like you have a million things to do? Raise your hand. How many feel like you're always behind and you're trying to catch up? Like the laundry's never finished, the dishes are never finished, the housework's never finished, your lesson plans are never finished. Raise your hand. How many of you have a million thoughts going through your mind throughout the day of all the things that you need to do, and sometimes it gets a little overwhelming? Raise your hands, mama. Put your hands in the air. Wave around like you just don't care. Flashback to the 90s, Aaliyah. All right, are your hands up? Are you waving them around because you might go crazy if you can't get a hold of your to-do list? All right, let's figure out a strategy for you. Because if you are just trying to squeeze in your to-dos here and there throughout the day, it's not efficient. You're not focusing, so it's taking more time, which means that you have less time for the things that actually are important to you, like your relationships, playing with your kids, and all of those other things that you actually like love to do. Maybe you feel like there's no hope, like there's just not enough time to get all the things done. And you're right, there probably isn't enough time. But... It's not because there's not enough time in the day. It's because you are not making the time. I promise you that you have the time for the things that need to get done, for the things that God is calling you to, but you need to be intentional with your time and you need to use it wisely. So how do you use your time wisely? Girl, you got to have a plan. You got to get organized. You need to know what needs to get done and when it needs to get done. You need to set aside the time to do it and you need to focus so you can be more efficient and get more of those things done. And then you'll have more time to relax and to pour into your relationships without feeling guilty that you didn't do all those other things. All right, so we got three steps for you today to get it under control and get the things done. How many times have I said that already? To get those things done. Oh, sorry about that, ladies. I have this 
alarm on my phone for evening chores, okay? Ever since we started our new routines like two months ago in September, I've had this alarm on. I found out really quickly into our routine that 4.30 is not the right time for us to do our evening chores. Like it's just not going to happen. And when you're building routines, side note, away from to-dos for a second, when you're building routines, a big part of it is trial and error and practicing and seeing what works and what doesn't. And guys... 4.30 chore time did not work for us, but yet I still have this alarm going off every day. That is going to stop today. All right, side note. All right, where were we? Three steps. All right, so the first one is you need to get organized. Where's your to-do list? Is Do you have a list floating around the house? Do you have post-its, random post-its scribbled on, notebooks that you can't find? Do you, or maybe even worse, you just have vague memories of, in your mind of what you're supposed to do. Guys, it has to stop. No wonder it feels like chaos because that is chaos. Your to-do list needs to live in only one place. And I know that some people love paper. You love to write down the things. You love to check it off. You love that pen or pencil to paper feeling. And I totally get it because that was me. And I still do. I love to write with pen and paper. And I actually, I write out my prayers every morning and every night. But I found that this was not super effective for my to-do list because I never had my notebook with me. So then I was either left with random scraps of paper that got lost throughout the house or post-its that I have no idea what they meant or where they were. It just it wasn't efficient. So now I keep my to-do list on my phone, which is super effective because whenever anything comes to my mind, I have a safe place to write it down. And it's not going to get lost. I mean, unless I lose my phone. But I mean, the odds of me losing my phone are way lower than me losing my notebook somewhere or the post-it or that scrap of paper. So what I use on my phone is an app called Google Keep. And I really love it because it kind of looks like a board of post-it notes. So I still get that, that feeling. It's colorful. Each note can have a different color. And it syncs with your Google Calendar. So if you use Google Calendar... Um, Google Keep comes right up on the side so you can schedule in the things and just see your to-dos when your calendar is open, which is super helpful. So you need to choose one place for your to-do list to live. So pick either one notebook or pick your phone. This is your action step, okay? Right now, or when you're done listening to this podcast, get one notebook. Either pick one that you've already got. I know you got plenty of notebooks around your house for all those homeschool lessons, or um, if you have to order one, Amazon will get you one tomorrow. So either pick one notebook or download Google Keep. That is your first step to getting this organized. All right, step two, you need to learn how to effectively use your to-do list. So the first thing I want to talk about is what belongs on your to-do list. So first I want to tell you what doesn't belong. Tasks that repeat daily or weekly do not belong on your to-do list. They're taking up valuable real estate in your mind. You're thinking about all these things constantly, like, oh, today I have to do the grocery list, or today I need to clean the bathroom, or today I need to, whatever it is. 
But these are things that repeat. You don't need to be thinking about them because you can automate them. You can have them on a repeating routine so you don't have to think about it anymore because they're probably going to happen on the same-ish day. If you use my system and we make you some routines, they're going to happen on the same-ish day. And I say ish because this is flexible time management, ladies. We The schedule does not rule us. Our schedule is a tool. And if it doesn't happen on the day that you had planned, that is totally okay. It's easy enough to shift it over. And the more you talk, hear me talk about my system and my routines, you'll learn that, that that's okay. All right. So your repeating tasks can be automated. It's one less thing or many less things that you need to worry about. So making your grocery list should not be on your list of things to do. Lesson planning for homeschool should not be on your list of things to do. You have a weekly rhythm and routine that will repeat and cover all of those things. So first of all, when you're thinking about your to-dos, I want you to always separate it into your reoccurring tasks and your standalone tasks. Your reoccurring tasks automatically going to get a place in your day in a routine. Your standalone tasks are going to go on your to-do list. For today's podcast, we're not focusing on creating routines for your reoccurring tasks, but we're focusing on creating a routine for your to-do standalone tasks. Now, if you are really like, but I need routines for my reoccurring tasks, like help me, um, just book a coaching call with me. Super easy. There's a link in the show notes, routine strategy coaching call, um, an hour long. We will get you, you know, I've gotten some of my clients five routines in one hour to help them get all of their ducks in a row. So if you're needing that, just book the call with me. But today, let's talk about what do you do with those standalone tasks, like those things that come to your mind in the middle of the night and you're like, oh, I need to order a birthday present for Caden. Or I had to call um, the school this week because it's like, guys, it's like November and they haven't sent me my approval letter for homeschooling yet. And I mean, I probably should have called like a month ago. But I finally put it on my to-do list and it was all set and they emailed it over. But those types of things that don't repeat, they just come up once in a while, these are the types of things that live on your to-do list. So first I wanna talk about how do you use your to-do list. So a to-do list is a place for you to brain dump, to get the things off your mind that you're worried about, you're gonna forget, that you know you need to do, just to jot them down. So you don't have to worry about it anymore. So you don't have to have a million things floating through your mind so you can focus on the things that you're actually doing in the moment. So your to-do list is also a place for you to prioritize, right? You want to move the tasks that are most beneficial to the top of the list. So the things that are going to bring you and your family or the people close to you benefit. You want to move your time-sensitive tasks that have a close due date to the top of your list. So the list is to be used to prioritize. This is really why I love Google Keep. Um, I mean, a paper list is fine, but then you're erasing and crossing off. But Google Keep, you can create a checklist and then you can move the items from the top to the bottom. Because sometimes something that I thought was important two days ago, after a few days, I realized like, meh, it's it's not really that important. And it can go to the end of the list. And it also allows me to delete the things that I decided don't even like make the cut anymore. Like they don't even need to be on the list. 
Okay, now I want to talk about how you organize your to-do list because you're going to find that you have different categories of to-dos. And in order to stay more organized and to prioritize your list more easily so you don't have like a huge mega long list of all of the things and you're trying to figure out, well, what is most important? I don't know. There's so many things. If you can separate your tasks into like tasks, similar tasks, it's going to be easier to prioritize. So I want you to have four categories. So your home to-do list. So remember, this isn't your repeating tasks. This isn't your chores. These are things that come up like calling the school or buying a present for Caden or whatever comes up. Then I want you to have a homeschool to-do list. Also not repeating. This isn't your daily lesson planning or your weekly lesson planning. These are random things that come up like look up a typing class for Silas or research geography curriculum or whatever's going on. All right, then I want you to have an errand to-do list, right? You might think that like, oh, these are things that I'm doing for the home. I'm going to put them on my home to-do list. But the thing is, you have to actually leave the house to do your errands. So anything that you can't do at your home and you have to leave to do, I want you to have a separate list to do that because you're not going to do it at the same time that you can sit down and order something off of Amazon. You have to have a separate place to do your errands. And then the last list is a work to-do list. So this could be a ministry that you're involved in. This could be a business that you do from your home. Anything that's not included in your home or your homeschool, then it's probably going to be like on your work to-do list. Now listen, you're not getting all crazy in putting in your repeating tasks that you have to do for work, remember? No repeating tasks. This list is just for a place, a safe place for you to write down all of those thoughts that come to your mind. Like, oh man, I've got to email the photographer to schedule the photo shoot for my new podcast cover. Or, oh my gosh, I need to send out an email for that ministry I'm involved in. And if you don't want to call it your work to-do list, if that doesn't really apply or resonate with you, call it whatever you need to call it. Okay, so you have four lists. Now I want you to actually create these lists. So if you downloaded Google Keep, go in Google Keep and create four separate lists, color code them, make them whatever colors you want, and you can label the top of them. These are your four separate lists. If you chose a notebook, I want you to divide that notebook into four separate sections. Maybe you have um, some of those tabs that you can divide it, um, but divide it into four separate sections and that's where those lists will live in your notebook. All right, step three. Now we have to find time to do your to-dos. So this is where we get into the routine. We want to find a place where they can live so you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to just try to get them done here and there so you can be focused and be more efficient and get more done so you're not constantly trying to keep up, right? Now you likely aren't gonna do your home to-dos at the same time as your work to-dos. We already talked about not being able to do your errand to-dos at the same time as your home to-dos because you physically are in a different place. So you need to find different slots of time throughout your week, throughout your day, where these to-dos are going to live. So can you carve out 15 minutes a day can you carve out 30 minutes a day? What do you need? What makes sense for you? If you needed 15 minutes for home and 15 minutes for work, I mean, you could stack those two routines on top of each other, but it's good to keep them separate so you know, okay, I have 15 minutes to do these and I have 15 minutes to do these. So you're not sucking up all the time with one category and then the other category you fall behind on. Make sense? Okay, now we're gonna get strategic. 
So you are going to create a repeating routine for these to-dos to get done in. You need to decide when. How often does this need to happen or can this happen? What days of the week is it going to happen on? Then you need to find a trigger. So all routines need a trigger, something to tell you, okay, it's time for me to do this. So is there something constant in your days, in your weeks that you can link this routine to? Maybe before you have lunch or before you cook dinner. I'm always linking it to meals. I can't. These are like the most constant things in my life. So that's just easiest for me. But something that's constant in your life, what can be your trigger to tell you this is when my routine starts? Maybe for you, it's when you have your morning cup of coffee or when the baby's down for a nap or when your kids are doing independent learning, whatever it might be, find something that you think that's, that's going to work for you. So to give you an example, I do my to-dos before my work block. So my work block happens on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 12.30. Everyone in my family has an independent work block. So this is where the kids do the things that they're interested in learning. This is, and I give them assignments to help them stay on track. This is where I get my work done. And before that block starts at 12.30, I do my home to-dos starting at 12. So that's a strong trigger for me because it's something that we are routinely doing, that we're used to doing, and it's easy for me to attach that task to it because it's actually pretty similar. I'm doing work on my computer um, during my independent work block, and most of my home to-dos are like ordering something, calling somebody, stuff like that. My homeschool to-dos happen when I'm lesson planning. I get all all my stuff. I have my computer there. Whatever I need to do, I do it during my lesson planning. And then my errands happen after our independent work block on Thursdays. So I like, I try not to schedule any errands outside of that time, any appointments outside of that time. Thursday afternoons are our time to go do those types of things. And I'm pretty strict about it. I don't want to be doing errands and doing appointments all throughout the week. So I save them all for that one day. Okay, so where can your block of time for your to-dos live? Pick a slot, try it out. If it doesn't work, then reevaluate. Why didn't it work? What needs to change? Would it work better at a different time of day? Maybe it doesn't work for the kids. Maybe that's like not a good time of day to not be focused on them. Maybe it doesn't work for you. Maybe you're tired in the afternoon and you can't focus, so you are better in the morning. Pick something that you think will work, try it out. If it doesn't work, then just reevaluate and try something different. But once you can get a consistent spot to just focus and get those things checked off, you are going to feel so much better. You're not going to feel like you're behind. You're not going to have a million things running through your mind all the time about what needs to be done because you're going to be getting a little bit of it done every single day or every Monday and Tuesday or whatever you choose. (laughs) All right, go get it done. Until next time, I pray that the Lord blesses you and your family. I pray that he gives you the energy to do all the things that he's calling you to do. I pray that he gives you the focus and the motivation and that he just, that he blesses you abundantly. In Jesus' name, amen. Real quick before you go, if this podcast blessed you or inspired you in any way, could you please take a minute to write a review on Apple Podcasts? Writing a review is the number one way that you can help me to reach more moms just like you. And reading your reviews truly inspires me and encourages me to keep doing this work. Also, don't forget to connect with other like-minded mamas in our Facebook community so that we can encourage and uplift each other on this journey. The link to the Facebook group is in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And to
may your heart overflow with God's peace and love. God bless.